Hello and welcome back to Two Chetty Gals. My name is Marley. <laughs> and I'm being bullied. Oh my God. This is, <laughs> my name is Maria. And I told Marley that I want to be in bed asleep by 1230. We only have 33 minutes to record. And I'm also going to waste Marley's time by singing her songs <laughs> and then call her a bully when she tells me to stop singing. So I, I'm like so tired that I'm giggly and I'm sweating. <laughs> I love this for us. I love this energy. I love it. But like, you can't call me a bully when I'm just keeping to your schedule. <laughs> Fine. I need you to stop victimizing yourself. <laughs> Tell me your favorite thing. Dude, my cheetah print overalls. Um... Oh, you're going to post a picture of them. You just showed them to me. Yes, I will post a picture of them. I posted a picture of them on my, like, regular teaching Insta on Saturday because I wore them while shooting content. But a teacher, a fellow teacher, has a boutique. She It's called Lipstick and Littles. Um, she makes very popular teacher tees. I'm not much of, a, like, a t-shirt wearing gal, but she just... Oh, I thought you meant T-T-E-A. No. Like a cup of tea. I was like, what kind of teas are teachery? <laughs> no, teacher teas, like t-shirts. Um, Got it. So I've never purchased anything from her before, but she recently introduced like clothing into her, like obviously it's all clothing, but like non-t-shirt clothing into her shop. And she had these gorgeous cheetah print overalls that I just had to have. And she told me last night that she's got more cute stuff coming that I'm going to like. So my cheetah print overalls. Marley, what's yours? I know what it is, but tell the people. The people already also know what it is. That's also true. It's my Barefoot Dreams blanket. I got it on sale at Nordstrom Rack for $60, I think. It's the perfect throw size. And I got it a couple of weeks ago. Honestly, it truly is my favorite thing. And as soon as I get home, I put it on my legs. And when Brittany was here, she literally wouldn't put it down. What color is it? It's light pink, baby, pale pink with a white border. Beautiful. Describe the feel for the people. I wouldn't say it's like one of those like Costco softy blankets. It's not that vibe. It's textured a little bit. And the thing that makes it so wonderful is that it's stretchy. Like you put it. That's the part of it that I don't understand and I want to touch it. You put it on yourself and... It stretches everywhere to your body and then keeps all of your warmth in. I'd like to cocoon myself in that. I I really recommend it. I definitely wouldn't pay $100 for it, but I would pay 13 which is what I paid because I had a $50 gift card. What are we talking about today, Marley? We're talking about planning. My favorite thing until I don't do it and then it's not my favorite. <laughs> Until it's uh, midnight and we're recording two episodes of a podcast that we should have recorded the day before. We're busy gals. We're busy gals. We need to plan. Planning and prioritizing. That's the episode. How do you plan? Give me your planning vibe. My planning vibe is somebody tells me what we're doing and then I say, great. I usually have like a kickoff person. So the 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 first like all of this year my kickoff person is you i know that i have to record the episodes sunday morning sunday afternoon therefore all of my plans every weekend revolve around that so i like to work off of one thing and then 
go to the next. So, okay, I know I have to do something Sunday morning. So what am I doing Saturday night? Okay, if I'm going to do this Saturday day drink, then Friday night I'm going to do my laundry, you know? So then when one thing gets thrown off, everything gets thrown off. Um, I definitely love a paper planner, like a book. Love it. I have to put my appointments on my phone because I forget about them. Do you plan anything for your work week? Is Do you have a different like type of planning for that? Do you plan at all? No. For work, I strictly do lists, to-do lists. Okay. And then I write down everything I have to do. Then I will date it or highlight it and say I'll highlight the box that it's like the checkoff box and priority of what needs to get done first. Okay. That makes sense. I like your planner. Thank you. I love that planner. I have like two two different modes of planning for like me internally. I have like teacher mode, Monday through Friday mode, where I plan out my days. Like this planner that I use is from Shop All Things Leanne. Um, I use her like OG style. She just re like redid and re-released her new planner. She has two new styles. But for hourly, it's like 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. and each hour has a time slot so I like plan out my day to the hour like what time I'm getting up if I have a chiropractor appointment if I want to work out in the morning what time's homeroom what time's my class what time is small group do I have meetings for the day do I have anything to do after school so I plan out my weekdays like down to a team and then your days are just so much more structured than mine also that, yeah, I have you like have set to things be. that I know is going to happen. Yeah. School schedule for life, baby. I never want to be anywhere else. Something I miss, truly. I love, I love it. I love having like a school calendar every year. Oh my God, I planning love out just, your semester, creating I just, your... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just love being on a school schedule. Um, And then on my weekends, I need to have... Dave and I always, when like we're talking about our weekends, I make us go on like Thursday night and then we'll do it on Friday night again and we like verbally walk through all the plans that we're doing that weekend of like my plans and his plans and plans we have together um I never write anything down on the weekends but I like need to have things that are happening like oh we're gonna wake up and we're gonna go on a walk with Luna and then I'm gonna do this and he's gonna do that and then we'll go on a hike in the afternoon because I don't do well with like free time free time makes me feel unproductive and I don't have like concepts of time so I have to time block everything or at least like chunk my days because I'm not very good with like this task Hmm. will take me an hour and a half I'm always like this task is gonna take me four hours and then it takes me like 25 minutes and I'm like oh yeah that was not right so we we have object permanence we have time concept problems we just it's a whole it's a whole mess up in here It's just very funny that you said you don't like free time because you feel unproductive. I just won't do anything. I'll just like sloth around. Yet, just a couple of weeks ago, we gave a teacher advice and told her to lean into that and said, stop feeling unproductive in your free time. Oh. You don't need to be productive in your free time. Productive for like teaching, but like you can be like self-productive, like working out and, and like reading and doing stuff like that. I think that's what I meant. That's not what I meant. I don't know. I personally don't do well with free time. I like I I like small amounts of free time. Like I'll take a day here and there where I have li- like literally nothing planned, but too much of it, and I don't know what summer. Like the first week or two of summer break, I'm always like just walking around like I should be doing something, and I don't know what it is, and I don't feel like I can do anything right now. Mm. So I'm just gonna lay down for a couple hours. Okay. 
<laughs> Interesting. I'm not like that at all. Yes. Um, I would say I used to be like when I hated my life, I used to be obsessed with being busy. Mm-hmm. I had to be doing something because anything was better than being home. I literally was working three jobs just so I wouldn't be home. Yeah. And going to concerts when I wasn't doing that and going out drinking when I wasn't doing that. And I feel like semi off topic, but also on the on the thought of I enjoy free time. I only enjoy free time when I've scheduled it in. I need instead of like like I don't feel that I need to be busy all the time, but I feel like I need just like a little like path of things to do at all times. Just like little little nuggets of things to do to pick up along the way. Because if I don't, mm. then I'm like off path and I, I stray too far and I don't know what I'm doing. And even if one of those little like nuggets of things to pick up is like sit down for an hour and watch some TV, but I like have to schedule it in. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. But I think it's funny that you have to schedule your free time when literally like all day Sunday, I just laid around. I had nothing to do. I was like, okay, I'll just lay in bed and watch TV, watch Gossip Girl, like read a book. I can't. Even when Dave's doing it, I project onto him. And I'm like, shouldn't shouldn't you be doing something? Do you have something to do? You've been watching TV for a mm. while. Like, you don't want to do something that's right rude. now? It is rude. <laughs> that's, that's, that's rude. Yeah. I project, I project right onto him. Different things that we have to plan. Marley and I were talking about just like, like in our lives, what we, oh, did you get a thought back? Oh, no, I didn't get my thought back. But what I was saying is... Or would I want to interrupt you because I wanted you to say it this way. Okay. Um, <laughs> the reason we had to, the reason like the idea sparked about planning is because last week on Thursday, Maria and mm-hmm. I like finally sat down and talked to each other because as she said last week, she just had a very bad week and it included. It's not communicating with anyone. Not being able to speak, which is totally fine. I definitely thought she was upset with me, but she wasn't. Nope. Um, just upset with herself. But we had to like ha- have a sit down and be like, yo, when are we recording? I thought we were recording this time and we didn't or we're not going to. And really, like, that's what sparked this, the idea of, like, talking about planning on the pod. Planning mm-hmm, the pod. We, <laughs> planning the pod. Because we, like, have to sit down every week and figure out where our times correlate. And especially for us, like, I'm in Ohio. Marley's in California. Currently, it's 1138 here, which means it, it's 838 for you. Like, we live very different lives in terms of, like, careers and outside of work activities. So planning to sit down and do this, which also in my brain equates to just like hanging out with you. Like this is my like hangout time with you aside of like our other random FaceTimes that we have. But like we have to plan and prioritize each other. And yeah, like I won't lie, like my feelings get hurt because like it's happened a lot recently where like every other weekend you're doing something and I'm like, I know okay. I love to build out my weekends that's wonderful but like I had a friend fly in and a friend staying my house and I still made sure they were out of the house Sunday afternoon technically it was Monday okay but we had the day off like you know I was also fr- I was also free on Monday right no like we and I'm not saying it's just you like we have things but like my feelings get hurt because like I and this is something we talked about like we said the podcast isn't going to be our life And, like, not going to impact our lives. But, Mm -hmm. like, the podcast is my life. And I knew it was going to be. Like, I knew, like, 
I'm not going to let the podcast like run my life and like dictate it. But that's because I mm-hmm. I'm going to make time for it. And like you also you also mentioned on our planning sheet that you are working on being more flexible. Right. And I have. Am I forcing you into uncomfortable flexibility? Oh, 1000 <laughs> percent. 1000%. I'm like, Maria, we set a time. It's literally every single week. Two hours, three sometimes, like most of the time three. But those are our, our three hours out of the whole like hundred million hour week that we have. Okay, I'm jumping I'm jumping down to a point that we said planning and prioritizing family. So I canceled on well, I didn't cancel on Marley yesterday. I canceled on her in the afternoon and then we dissolved our time at night because it was just too late. Um, um but- and you had a headache and I was like, Well fine, if you have a headache, I'm not gonna make you record. Yeah, I had a weird headache yesterday. I think I ate something funky. I was with my family this weekend and so I was like, I am not stepping away from my family in the afternoon to record and then we were gonna record at night, but then said headache happened. That's why I made you be flexible. And tonight I have family dinner and I'm like, peace out, losers. Thanks for tacos. I got to go. Oh, that sounds yummy though. Planning and prioritizing friends. I'm great at it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. Like I'm wonderful at it, except um, when I'm not. Oh, okay. But like for the most part, like I'm wonderful at it. And if... You set a time, eight times out of ten, I'm not rescheduling. If you tell me, okay, well, I'll, like, come over this time, like, eight times out of ten, like, I won't bail. But two times out of ten, like, that makes sense. something comes up. I feel like I'm pretty good at prioritizing and planning with friends. I usually like to, like, think about hanging out with friends, like, pretty far in advance because I like to, like, build out my weekends and usually... I like my weekends to be like, okay, well, this weekend is like Dave's weekend and this weekend is my cousin's weekend and this weekend is my best friend's weekend. You do do that. Because mm-hmm. I, I like weekends where like I'm running around and doing a lot of things, but with people, with all my people being in like different areas, it's just easy to like build out a whole weekend for one person. So like I get my feelings hurt if someone cancels on me, which I feel like doesn't happen too often. I feel like I have decently reliable people in my lives, but like obviously like shit happens and like unexpected things happen and it's also like knowing how other people Mm -hmm. plan and prioritize so i know that when i hang out with my example friend jordan if she says we're gonna meet at six we're gonna meet at seven (laughs) like no doubt about it like this has happened multiple times our whole lives like it's just her and she knows that if she tells me something like last minute i'm probably gonna forget Mm -hmm. and she's gonna have to deal with that i have a couple friends that align with my like planning and they want to do things like they want to plan weeks in advance and we want to have it like okay on this day we're doing x and y and z and then i have a couple no, i have one friend <clears throat> and we like to joke that we are like opposites and that's why we've been friends like so strongly for so long and she i will bombard her with like lists upon lists of plans and she'll be like yeah, can you talk to me like two days before this happens? And I'm like, yeah, but you see, I have this list and I'd like to set those plans. And she's like, "Mm, no. And then she just won't respond to me. And then she'll text me like two days before and be like, okay, so are we doing this? And I'll be like, yes, okay, thank you. Um, So like I had breakfast with her over the weekend and it like between the two of us and like her plans, because she lives out of town, but the place we were meeting was our hometown. And it took like, 24 hours to set these breakfast plans but then it ended up being like a really nice breakfast so i just think it's funny that like different friends have different planning personalities 
Yeah, I find that a lot with people, mostly because I'm so stubborn in my planning plans. But that's just because I am the way I am (laughs) and I don't want to change. And I don't see anything wrong with that. (laughs) Is that from something? No, it's not from anything. It's just like, it's it's not healthy. And like, I shouldn't (laughs) say that. And I, I, I should be more flexible. And it's something I'm working on. I said it. I said this year I will be better at embracing change however i don't want to well you're welcome for when i change our plans i'm just helping you yeah i don't think you actually view it like that i feel like that's a spin (laughs) um planning and prioritizing (laughs) self i'm real. i feel like again i'm really good at that i'll be uh i used to not be i used to not be the typical two in me would be like let's do everything everyone else wants to do and then you can sleep when you're dead like Ugh, no I big could, deal. I could never. As I've gotten older, I've learned to be like, okay, um, I'm tired or my room is a mess or I just can't do this today or this weekend or whatever it may be. I've learned to be like, yo, uh, I need I need time to, for myself. And that's what this weekend was. I'm good at setting aside time. I'm not always the best at planning things intentionally that will like make me feel my best um I'm really good at setting aside a time for like exercise that's probably like because I I use exercise as a form of like like I self-care soul care like just care for myself it's like mental and physical care for me um and I'm really good at setting aside that time but any other time like I'm struggling to find time to read and I find reading very therapeutic I really have been struggling to find time to like journal and stuff and like I know I want to do those things and I can find time for myself I just like Sometimes going through those motions are hard for me. I think when you say things like, oh, I find reading very therapeutic or like I I know that I want to journal, but I just don't have time. And I've heard people say this in the past and I've um, kindly called them out on I've, me, not making I've a priority. I've kindly called them out and said, do you really want to do this or is it the idea of doing this? Is it the idea of being like a reader girl and a journaling girl? Because like that's... You have journaled. Like, I know that about you. I'm just saying, like... Mm -hmm. For myself, I know that I enjoy those things because I... it's, it's, It's the object permanence thing. Like, I can't... I know that I like those things, but until I do them again, I'm like, oh, like, I don't feel like setting aside time for that today. But as soon as I do it, I'm like, wow, this is why I set aside time for this. Like, I really need to do this more often, and then I make it a habit. It's just, like, getting into that habit. I'm really bad at forming habits. That's, that's where my fault lies. Nobody's good at forming habits, in my opinion. Like, it takes, like, a full 28 days to form a habit. My first habit that I broke was biting my nails in sixth grade. Oh, I'm peeling my nails so bad. Yeah, I peeled one off today. I probably shouldn't say that. That's pretty gross. I don't know. I just think that when you're prioritizing yourself that it should be more about you than the trend yeah of like being self-care yeah i we know how i feel on that phrase and you know like i feel the same way about calling it soul care like oh i like that one that that hits me right in my heart that one still makes me barf if not more (laughs) like than self-care because self-care is like oh this is a fact i need to take care Mm -hmm. of myself whereas like soul care let me ride the soul train let me put my soul on high like i i don't i still don't like the phrase like soul care but i say it because i feel like people understand that that's like self-care but just like caring for your soul that's what i like view it as like i'm just doing things that care 
and feed right into my little my little soul that needs love. It doesn't have to be for me. It's not. It's okay. That's okay. It doesn't have to be. I wrote planning paralysis. Yes. And my my brain was thinking one way on this and then Marley sparked another like thought pattern. So I'm going to tell you what I was thinking and then we'll go with Marley's. So I was, when I say planning paralysis, I mean like I have overplanned or underplanned, I suppose, my day and I am just like stuck in quicksand and can't figure out like what I need to do, what I need to get done how much time it's going to take me. Like I can't make, I'm in like decision paralysis and I can't decide what to do. And that's what I mean by planning paralysis. I get stuck there a lot. I'm like, I have all these things that I know I need to do, but I like can't, I can't do them. I don't know. I think that's my brain thing. Well, when you first mentioned it, it just reminded me of like type nine things and like rude ass Enneagram (laughs) being like type nines always like can never make a decision. It always has to be like whatever the group wants or however we can make the most people happy or mm-hmm. there was literally one rude ass Instagram post and one today that was like exactly that. Oh my and God. And you liked it. And I was like, Marley saw this and <laughs> Marley was like, yeah, that's Maria. Fuck yeah. <laughs> well, and Brittany, like my best friend, Brittany, literally like our whole friendship is, has been me learning Marley, you can't make decisions for Brittany. She does not like it because my inclination is as a two is like, I want to help. I want to make the decision for you so that you don't have to. Mm -hmm. And her thought process is, I don't want you to make the decision for me. I want you to give me your feedback and your opinion and a cup, like two options. And then I will decide which one I like best. And it takes that speaks right into me. Million hours. (laughs) It takes so long and it is so frustrating, but I know that her heart likes that and her brain likes that. And as much as I want to be like, literally just go to Taco Bell if you're hungry, like, and like, that's a superficial example, but any sort of decision-making is like that. And that also like comes like, I feel like everything we talk about just like always rolls back to being a good friend mm-hmm. but like you do you really have to learn how your friends think and figure out where the bend is so for me I learned if I do not bend Brittany will break no. like or if Brittany doesn't bend I will break on some other things you know mm-hmm. and I think you and I are still figuring out where we bend and where where we break we've only been friends for a year exactly and all of it's been long distance most of it that makes most me of so it has sad. literally marley a year ago at this time we were dancing and taking tequila shots <sighs> what a vibe and then when what i thought about besides you know psychoanalyzing maria <laughs> when she said planning paralysis i thought i hate when people give a million and one options it just bugs the shit out of me because i'm like Ugh. like just give me three like i can do three options Three options and that's all. Like, do not give me more than that or else it's just too many things and I'm not, and then I will get frozen. Or getting those three things and someone asks you your opinion and you're, you give your opinion and then nobody else gives their opinion on like whatever the plan is. That's uncomfortable. That is me nine times out of 10, like all the time. And especially with my roommates, I'm always voicing my opinion, saying what I want And they're both, like, very chill, go-with-the-flow people. So it's very difficult 
trying to make plans with people who don't like making decisions and people who give you all of these options without, again, trying to make a decision. Or giving an opinion on what they want. Yeah. It's it's truly... It's one of those things you really have to learn how to do and you most of the time don't figure it out until you're older. Yeah, I'm interested. I'm going to put some... I'm sure I'm going to look back and listen to this in the next five years and be like, bitch, you didn't know anything at 25. Probably. Probably, Probably, but like, I want that for myself. Like, I want myself to listen to this at 30 and think about like the growth I've made from 25 to 30. I'm going to put some question boxes up asking about how other people plan. And I'm interested to hear about that because I, I just love hearing about like how other people manage their lives and especially with planning. What buckets are in your life? Friends, family, self, work, exercise. How do you plan for each one? How do you prioritize each one? If so, how does your, your time method work? Are you a time blocker? Are you a Pomodoro planner? Pomodoro doer. You did a little you did a little Pomodoro recently. Yes, I did. If you don't know what Pomodoro method is, it's like 20 minutes on, 5 minutes off. Like long time working, short break. Long time working, short break, and then I think you get a long break. It's the best way. That's how I figured out how I need to edit the pod. I've never tried that. It's great. I love it. But I feel like do you ever have like long things that need to get done? Mm, grading sometimes. Oh, yeah. That would be a good one. That'd be a good method for grading. I usually chunk that out during my day of like, okay, I have like an hour in the morning to like fill with something all grade. And then I have like other things to do in the afternoon. And then I'm like, oh, I have another hour in late afternoon. Like I'll fill that with grading time too. So like I I just like chunk it for myself as well mm. with my like small windows that I have. Yeah. I like to work on things for at, at work, not podcast related. At work. I like to work on something one time all the way through. So, for example, if I'm, if I'm editing a video, I like to edit it all the way through once and then take a break and do something else and then go back and edit it again and make it better. Full completion and then walking back up to it. Yeah, I feel that. I like that. When I'm when I'm doing like beginning of the year things or like creating big activities, that's how I do it. I need like a cycle of completion every time that I walk up and approach it. I feel, I feel. I think that also goes with planning is, are you a big picture planner or a details planner? Mm. Because, for example, okay, big picture, I'm spending the weekend with Grace. Details. What am I doing every minute I'm going to be with Grace? Um, I'm, I'm details for sure. Like I, I'm big picture. I'll start with like, obviously you have to start with the big picture, but like once I know my big picture, I'm like. Okay, I must know all details right now. No. That's how I plan my weekends when I go fly down to L.A. and visit Brit. I'm like, okay, I'm going to fly in on a Thursday, leave Sunday afternoon. I want to do this one thing at one point. Otherwise, I don't care. Oh, if you come and visit me, we'll have a plan with activities. I feel like that's also different, though, because, like, I lived in that area that Brittany lives in. For, like, three years of my life. So, like, I know what there is to do there. Whereas, like, I wouldn't know what I would be doing with you. Very fair. We'd be walking loony. I think we've finished planning. And I just got really excited. Because I remember we have 
an advice. We have advice. Um, I will you have to read it. it. <laughs> My brain. I am. I, I like, am. I don't deflating. think you can do it. In a in a kind no, I'm knowing deflating. knowing your um your abilities way, not in a mean you can't read way. Nope. I am. I'm a deflating tired balloon. So this lovely girl DM'd us um, to the chatterbox and she said, Hi lovelies, responding to your advice question. My best friend and her boyfriend have been together for almost five years. I've only known them for the last three years of their relationship though. Every year since I've known them, they always are at each other's throats and I hate to say it, but my BFF can definitely be a little mean to him at times as well. I think they're both great, lovely people, but I don't think they work well together. I think they're both afraid of leaving one another because it's been five years and they don't want to see that as wasted time. My BFF definitely has love for him, but has also recently expressed how she's tired of trying so hard with him all the time and is looking for something where she feels equally supported. How can I give her my honest opinion on their relationship without coming off too harsh or steering her away from feeling like she can be honest and vent to me about it? Love you, girls. Thank you. Okay, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, I'm going to start with how can I give her my honest opinion on their relationship without coming off too harsh or steering her away? Um, You are only allowed to give your opinion if she's asking you. That's how I feel on that. It sounds like she's expressed. You said... That she expressed how she's tired of trying so hard with him all the time and is looking for something where she feels equally supported. Um, Not really sure what that's about. If she's expressing that she's tired of trying hard, um, that does sound like there's something like off in their relationship. But of your outside judgment of like, quote unquote, at each other's throats, like, like we obviously we don't know the context. We don't know what that means, but like, Speaking from my personal experience, like, Dave and I bicker, but, like, by no means does that mean that we, like, shouldn't be together. Sometimes we're just, like, really bickery with each other, and it's never from a mean place. It's just from, like, a we're, – we're both people who like to bicker. Um, I also – I don't – I don't think it's at your place. Uh, I don't think it's your place to say that you think they're afraid of leaving each other. Uh, that really just doesn't feel like something you have the – ability to say as an outside perspective um I don't know if you have ground to stand on and give your opinion Marley honestly Maria that is what I would say I would say one is not your business if your friend feels some type of way then she has to figure that out herself However, something that I ask my friends and I advise you to ask her the next time she brings this up is you say, do you want me to listen or do you want me to help you solve this problem or do you want my opinion? I have to ask my friends this all the time. Like they'll be venting to me and I'm like, okay, like are you just venting to vent or do you want my opinion? And I definitely recommend asking her that because I have somebody who vents to me all the time about their relationship, but they love their partner so much and they vent to me because they know I'm not going to treat their partner any differently, you know? And um, something that I wanted to say like a million episodes ago, but I forgot, is that one of the best things my 
conflict management professor said to me in college was never tell your family or friends your problems with your relationship. If you're going to tell anyone your problems with your relationship, it should be your partner, a therapist, or God. Amen. Because who loves you the most in your life? Your family and your friends love you the most, and those are the people that aren't going to forget the time that your boyfriend yelled at you and made you cry. They're never going to forget that. Now, I'm not saying that you're not allowed to have an opinion on your friend and their relationship, but I will say that you should not express it unless asked. Yeah. um, I also will say, like, Dave interacts with my friends a lot, and, like, that interaction time that my friends see of Dave and I together is such a small snippet of our relationship that like you can't base some you can't base your judgment on their relationship off of just what you see because there's so much behind closed doors that you don't see and like you said that your like best friend can be mean like okay I like but I mean to Dave like I don't well, I just – another example is I have a friend who – her and her boyfriend literally, like, have been together since eighth grade. And in eighth grade, this girl was a total bitch to her boyfriend. Literally was so mean to him all the time. And you know what? Now they're married. <laughs> and and they have a great relationship. And I'm not saying that's what's happening to your friend. But I'm saying, like, it's not your business and it's it's their business. And if – if they're unhealthy, if they're toxic, if um, obviously if there's any like sort of abuse going on, please speak up. If there are like serious red flags, like that's when you have yeah. ground to stand on and say something. But if it's just like. Oh, they're like, mean and they fight a lot. I don't think they're good together. Like, okay, people can be mean. That happens. If you're with someone for five, I've been with Dave for five years. Like if you're with someone for five years, that's a long freaking time. Like you're not going to be your nicest self at all times. Um, Another thing. <laughs> It's just, like, one thing after another. But um, (laughs) something I will say is if and when you do ask your friend, do you want me to listen or do you want my opinion, and she says, I want your opinion, I would encourage her that just because she stayed five years with someone doesn't count it as wasted or lost time. It is time that she got to learn and grow. Absolutely not, yeah. And I think you did mention that, like, they – And I'm sure that's something I would think about my friends who were dating for a really long time. And they're like, oh, like, honestly, they're dating because they're comfortable. And I used to say that about a lot of my friends. And, like, a lot of those people aren't together anymore. But it wasn't my place to say that then. So I didn't. You know? I just want to make sure we answer her question. So how can I give her my honest opinion on their relationship without coming off too harsh or steering her away from feeling like she can be honest and vent to me about it? You don't unless you're asked. Yep, you don't unless you're asked or you ask the next time she vents, do you want my opinion or you just want me to listen? Because then you have an open door to speak and freely speak. And kindly speak. Yeah, and I wouldn't say expressing your opinion is harsh. Like, I don't think what you said was harsh to us. I think it was a little judgmental, Mm -hmm. but I would not say it's harsh. Agreed. So I think if you ask her only the next time she vents to you, you can't just be like, hey, can I give you an opinion? My opinion on a relationship like that's because because then she's going to be like, yeah, sure. And then it's going to hurt some feelings that were probably not meant to be hurt that day. 
Yeah. So it's just like, I feel this way sometimes and I feel like people felt this way with me. Like when I would complain about something a lot, I felt that nobody wanted to listen anymore. And I'm sure there were times when people didn't want to listen anymore or give you the same advice. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you have that friend who's always complaining about her boyfriend. You're like literally break up with him Mm -hmm. and she doesn't. I understand like if she vents to you all the time and you're like kind of tired of it. But it doesn't, it it. doesn't sound like that situation here. I know, but I, I just like, I feel bad. I feel like we're being kind of mean to her, but also like we're just being honest and truthful with her. So love you very much, chatty gal. You asked, you asked for advice. We're always going to give our honest opinions. And I do think that's the best one. Yeah. We're the two chatty gals. We're the two chatty gals. Let us know if you have any advice you need and we'll give it to you honestly and kindly and fairly. Okay. Okay. All right. Love love you. you, Bye. Bye.